everyone, it's Melissa. Welcome back to another episode of the Social Angle Podcast. I'm glad you're here. So this week, I had the pleasure of sitting down with Nick Latour, who is the Director of National Accounts of Specialty Brands at HPG. So if you guys don't follow Nick, you guys need to do that ASAP right now. Um, I stumbled upon Nick through his amazing show um, that he hosts on YouTube, Mondays with Nick. And it's sort of become his signature as a sales professional in the promotional products industry. So in this episode, I kind of take you on a behind the scenes of his show. In addition, how he's utilizing video as a sales professional to make himself not only more marketable um, in his industry, but also some of his best tips um, and best practices for creating video cheaply and effectively. And also just getting over the hump of fear that all of us, I think, face on social media when putting ourselves out there. So it's a really fun episode. Let's get started. Hey, you're here, Nick. I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to talk with you today. I'm excited too. I'm glad I'm here. Yeah. You know what? When I stumbled upon Mondays with Nick, I was like, I got to speak to this kid. I got to talk to him about his process. I got to know, like, how did he come up with the show? Like, how did he get into promotional products? So today's topics, we're going to just go deep into video, Nick's process for the creation of Mondays with Nick um, and how that's helped him as a professional in the promotional products industry. So I'm super excited to dig in. So let's do it, Nick. All right. I like how you call me a professional because that just <laughs> doesn't feel right. <laughs> nah, I feel you. I've been one for quite a while now, but I'm just kind of like, it, it just never sticks. I'm just a big kid. So I feel you. I think that's how life works though, right? Like all of a sudden you're just, oh, oh, I'm a professional. All right. Like I, th I think we're working so hard to do stuff. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I'm a professional now. That's right. I'm an adult now. Like, wow, look at me <laughs> with a title. <laughs> yep. Now, yep. I feel you. So you've had kind of an interesting career. And I feel like most people, um, the path, it seems, into promos, either you're born into promo or you stumble into promo. So for you, what is your path into promo up to the position you currently have now? Well, I certainly stumbled into it. I'm, I'm the latter, right? Um, I think I think somehow I was born to do this type of work, if that makes sense. But yeah. I, like a lot of people, didn't even know this industry existed until, you know, <laughs> till, till I was an adult, really. So, um, yeah, I was, um, I was actually in a totally different industry. I worked in the real estate industry for uh, eight, ten years okay. as a vendor, actually. So, I, I, didn't, I wasn't really a real estate broker or agent, but I, I worked with those companies. And um, a, a professional, one, one of the owners of that company, actually... I, I don't need to get into the weeds here, but I was sort of recruited in okay. by a mentor and a, a former boss of mine who okay. uh, happens to be the owner of AP Specialties, who's a, a really great supplier in our industry. So yeah. um, Howard Koenig, he called me and said, hey, you need to come do this. And Howard's the type of guy that if he tells you you should do something, uh, he doesn't say it in a forceful way, but you you take that advice. He's one of the smartest, <laughs> like he's the smartest dude I've ever met. Oh, you know, no offense to any of the people I work with now. He's just next level. And, and by the way, he's the smartest guy that nobody knows or has ever heard of, which I respect even more. He's like low key, mm -hmm. you know, That's brilliant guy. So, to do it, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So he called me and I said, okay, I don't, what am I doing here? Right. So that was, that was my, you know, my, my stumble, as we said, into, into the industry. 
and I never looked back as, as, as none of us do. We, we're, we're in it for life now, right? So how many years have you been in promo and where do you currently work? Um, I have, what, what year is it? Uh, 2021. Okay, so I guess six years now. Yeah, a, a whole six years. Um, after year one, I felt like I'd been in it for life, right? But six years, um, now I'm with uh, HPG Brands. Um, so I'm the director of national accounts for our specialty channels, okay. which is Batch and Bodega, our new exclusives um, partnerships that we have, HPG exclusive uh, brand partnerships, and then handstands as well. Those are the three specific sort of channels I work uh, for in sales. That's pretty awesome. So that being said, like for somebody who's interested to know about like maybe a day-to-day -day in your job, like what are some of your key responsibilities in your role? Sister, how, how much time you got? Uh, no. <laughs> You're like all of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the general idea for, of my role is to make sure that those uh, units grow sales, right? So okay. um, I'm sales. working with, I'm working a lot directly with customers, frankly. I'm, I'm doing a lot of one-on-one um, -on -one Zoom calls and stuff with people because some of these products, some of these new new ventures that we have at HPG are brand new and nobody really knows a lot about them. So I think it's important for me to get in front of people and tell them tell them about this new partnership with Fracture Glass Prints that we have or Batch and Bodega, right? Yeah. Um, Handstands has a ton of new products. So I want to get out and be that face. Uh, but then secondarily, we, because we are still in a pandemic as a group, as an HPG-wide group are doing these virtual trade shows, which I'm heavily involved in. In fact, I'm, I'm hosting them now. So nice. we do these really fantastic hour-long, robust, energetic, uh, virtual trade shows. And our customers, the, the reviews are just, this. frankly, I came to HPG very recently. And that was a big reason why I came here because of the next level type sort of sales and marketing stuff that we're doing here. So, That's so my day is usually half the VTS stuff and then half catching back up on phone calls and emails. And then at night, that's when I get to like dream a little bit and say, what, what can we be doing next level? And that's where I come up with maybe video ideas or other sort of self-promotion type stuff that I'll I use on, on social. And honestly, I feel like for you, you know, it sounds like you just found like the perfect fit for a role. Cause I feel like you're so multifaceted, like talent wise with what you bring to the table as like a promotional products professional. So it's nice to see that like you're at a company and a role that appreciates all of that, like creativity. Even well, even that is, that's very nice of you to say. Yeah. <laughs> my, my dad, when I was younger, told me I was a jack of all trades and a master of none. So that was kind of the negative side of that. But yeah, like, <laughs> I've, I've certainly found a place where I can, I can do the traditional sales, but I'm also able to sort of be creative with our leadership here at HPG is like next level too. They're very forward thinking, creative people. So I can just bounce ideas off of, off of everyone here. And it's, they're cool with it. Like that's, that's certainly, yes, I feel lucky to be able to have a job like this where I can be creative and also be really effective in sales. So. That's wonderful. So speaking of creativity, um, you know, my first introduction to you was Mondays with Nick. So I feel like I, I binge watch like all your videos, like me and Vin are super stands. So tell us like what, <laughs> what came into the inception and then, you know, eventually the launch of this YouTube show for you. Yeah, well, you know, it's a little, it, it almost sounds pathetic how it started, but it's not, I promise. Um, <laughs> when, when I was at AP Specialties, I was pretty much, you know, we, we didn't have a huge, huge sales team. We didn't have MLRs everywhere. It was really, we had essentially two outside salespeople, including me. So um, when you go to visit someone in Boston, right, and you do this great meeting, 
but then the next week you're in Florida and then the next week, and then you can't see those people in Boston, Florida for a whole nother year, probably because you're one person. Right. Yeah. Like the game is now how, like, how do you, how do you become memorable? How, like, don't forget me as I leave. That's the pathetic part. It's like, please don't forget me. Please don't forget me. And, and, you know, of course there are other marketing tools and I could ping them, but I thought what's the most effective form of relationship maintenance when you're not face-to-face and it's by far video video is the 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 single greatest you know thing that we have right now especially in the pandemic but to keep us in 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 tune with our customers if we can't be face-to-face so what I did was at at AP specialties I uh I I, I've always kind of been a goofball I was I was in theater in high school and I you know I, I like to be funny and kind of you know not you know I, I, I toe the line a little bit with my with my humor, um, but I think it's pretty safe. Anyway, I, I thought it would be good to have a video that's not just me sticking a, a widget in the camera and saying, this is this. It costs this and it's, it comes in red and blue and then going away. By the way, I think that that's very effective and we should all be doing stuff like that. Right. So don't get me wrong. But for me to be memorable, I wanted to throw in a little bit of like a twist. It started very, very innocently with just kind of um, a product. And then I'd have a cutaway of like a little joke and like a funny face, you know, it's like just yeah. to amp it up a little bit, but very quickly I realized like, let's take this up a notch. So yeah. started adding, throwing some wigs in, started writing. <laughs> music. Yeah. Like, well, I would have characters. I would have a little cut and like, here, here's this guy showing this product. And it'd be like an eighties rocker guy. And he's like, yeah, check this out. Right. Like, hmm. so that kind of, but as you, um, it, escalated um, snowball. <laughs> it's certainly, it's certainly exponential. It's sort of escalated at an exponential pace. Uh, you know, the, I, I did 50 videos last year. Um, one, basically every single week, every Monday I had a new video. And by the end of it, I was, a the, the season finale, I called it just because I needed a break. I was coming on HPG. I needed some time to make a break. It was, um, it was an ensemble cast of, I think, like 11 characters that I dressed up as and, and wrote a whole song called Everything Promo, where they're like, it's like, we are the world, but for promo kind of idea. Love this so much. so um, it was really this is sort of yearly, uh, an escalation over a year of just going, what do people want to see next week? And I got feedback every week. It was like, that was great. What's, what are you going to do next week? That kind of stuff. So that kind of, <laughs> that kind of helped fuel me, put a little pressure on, but good pressure. Yeah. And I think to amazing results, because my thing is, uh, you know, I feel like what you're experiencing is a common problem that sales professionals have is to be the most effective with their time, you know, and what can they automate? What can they delegate to other people? What are the best tools or mix of kind of like a tech stack where, you know, maybe you are responsible for such a large number of accounts, like you were saying, like you're seeing people in Boston one time a year at this trade show. And it's like, you don't want them to forget you, but you also don't want to necessarily just like be in somebody's inbox or DM them. Like what's a way that's more memorable and impactful and then also fun, you know, and that it's not necessarily a hard sell. So I love that you have found a way to be present, like omnipresent for your customers, but in a way that's engaging, fun. And also it sounds like builds that relationship and rapport, which Vin and I always talk about is really important. Like that know, like, and trust, like people want to buy from people that they know, like, and trust. So you're definitely cultivating that with your show. So I would love to know, like, it sounds like it's been a natural progression for the first season of Mondays with Nick, but from kind of concept production and post-production, how are you coming up with ideas? It sounds like you're taking audience feedback, but what else goes into your creative process for producing those shows once a week? Yeah. 
Well, the key to all of this for me was to quickly figure out a formula because you mentioned efficiency earlier and, yeah. and these are, very, it's very time consuming to do the type of stuff that I'm doing. Right. So while I would encourage everyone to do videos, you don't have to do all this stuff I'm doing. I, it's really a, a passion of mine. So that's why I'm, I'm ramping it up partially, but, but I have a day job, right? Like, I mean, this is, <laughs> I'm not filming these, you know, during the, the daylight hours, I'm, I'm on the phone, I'm doing meetings and stuff. I'm doing sales. So, um, what I would say is like building a formula for myself was the key. And, and I have a, a personal sort of friend, mentor, life mentor guy that uh, from my former life that I keep in touch with all the time. And he's just, he's a really smart marketing mind and creative guy and very encouraging to me. So very cool. I met with him. I was like, I have this idea for videos, but I'm like, I don't know what and bouncing stuff. And he's like, no, you got to create the form. You got to, you got to have a, a solid beginning, solid middle, solid ending. That's, that's recognizable and repeatable so that people want to go, they recognize, oh, that's Mondays with Nick. It always yeah. starts the same. It kind of ends the same, but there's fun stuff in the middle. So once I got that formula down, which is pretty quick, I could realize here's how I start it. Here's what I do in the middle. I talk about this and then I end it. That really shrunk my, the gap of the time, you know, the vacuum that could be present. Um, and then from that point, it was a matter of just, um, the way I do it, the way I plan these weekly videos is, is really product driven. So I, 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 I do want to be strategic with it. So I go, okay, what do, what do I want to sell? What do I think the customers need to see? Maybe what's new? Like I build the list of products because the videos, the way I have them set up, do have a point. It's not just me talking and, and dancing around singing random songs. There's a product involved. Maybe I'm not shoving it down your throat, but the song or the, the idea is always based on one single singular product or idea. So, right get that idea. I get the product and then I'll literally sit in a chair. So I, I, I have this framework and then I look at, I, I would like stare at a tumbler or I'll stare at a, at a stuffed animal or something, whatever I'm selling. And like, I honestly, I'll turn on music. I have a subscription to, to a, um, a royalty-free music database. So I can use that music without having to pay royalties. And I can write my own lyrics over and not have to worry about being, getting in trouble, copyright infringement and stuff. Yeah. And I'll just play songs and like beats will come up. I'll go to a genre like hip hop or something. I was like, like, oh yeah. And then I'll just kind of like try to make a rhyme or something or, or, or an idea, a theme. It's, it's really kind of, um, it's, a, it's a different process each video, but it's also kind of similar. You know, it's, it's kind of like starting with a nugget and trying to grow that nugget to, to a 20 piece nugget. <laughs> no and just to kind of summarize okay so to make sure it's clear for our audience like you're really you're being strategic number one you're letting the product kind of drive the video concept and you're taking that time like you're pre-planning which i think is really important because sometimes you know we'll talk about kind of getting over the fear of utilizing video which i think is probably the biggest barrier to our audience is they're like oh i don't want to look ridiculous or i don't want to mess up but that has been a consistent theme and all the other professionals we've spoken to who use video heavily like you is just the pre-planning part. It takes like half the anxiety and fear away, which is, hey, I know that I'm going to speak for 10 minutes. What's the introduction loosely? The middle, the outro, you know, what is the point of this video? Just having those things written down loosely, like even if it's just right next to you as you record on your phone is so helpful. So it's really interesting to hear like for you, you know, you're taking your time to develop this concept. And also, I think it's funny. It's kind of like, you know, like you're making like your, your Mondays with Nick, like mixtape, like 
you know, you're like, let me play this music, you know, let me put down my, my lyrics and rhymes, like, and get like inspired, which is really, really cool. So I love yeah. that. <laughs> totally. Well, so last year I worked with a, a sale, the sales team I was working with and, and I've always, I was in the video before the, you know, for the pandemic, before we shut down. So that was kind of lucky because I was already into it. And then I saw it like, okay, now there's an ultra need for it. So right. working with, and you, you hit on something, I think people are a little bit scared. And even the first videos I did, I'm like, do I want to, you know, do I want to say that? Like, do it, you know, it's, it's very, do I want to wear this wig? Fun. Yeah. No, <laughs> just kidding. Well, yeah. Well, the first thing <laughs> I did wasn't wearing a wig. I, I did a spoof on, um, on a, on, um, dick in a box yes uh, i saw that one hilarious there's a product called desk in a box that we had so that wasn't you know that was a little bit but yeah the wigs came later so uh <laughs> but, but no i think the key is uh, you hit on it it's it's uh especially i'm, I'm talking to sales reps and i'm sales people now which in our industry most of us are we, we have some marketing people and other but yeah we're all dealing with who are probably listening to this are mostly sales people yep and we have to sort of we have to put our, so we have to kind of get over ourselves a little bit, if that makes sense, because we're talking to people all the time and we're not worried about when we go to a meeting face to face. Oh, oh, like they probably, you know, look at that guy's tie or like, you know, what kind of shoes are those? We, we don't think about that. We're just yeah. talking, we're doing our thing. So this is how we should interact with the camera as well, which I think a lot of people have sort of an issue with because there aren't people, there's no immediate feedback. So we're just talking to an inanimate object object and yeah. Oh, what do I, and it's going to be out there. Everyone's going to see it. I think we want everyone to see it as salespeople. And yeah. if you have flaws, there's a company called bombbomb.com, which is video email platform. Mm -hmm. um, we also use Vidyard too, but bombbomb, I know the owners of it. And they've done all this research into video and our, our sort of um, how our brain actually reacts to video and how, how, our, how our body sort of actually has, has, a, has a reaction to seeing people moving on a screen and hearing them. And, and, and the, the, the key thing with that bomb I'm always says is perfect sometimes isn't always best. If you can yeah. send a note to message to someone like, hey, Bill, I'm here on the, uh, excuse me, sorry, I'll put, and you kind of stumble over your words a little bit, that humanizes you and people, it endears you to those people. And they're like, hey, I'm not, that's a real person. I like that lady or I like that guy. So, um, so I, I try to like instill that to the people I was working with to do video because that, People love that. And, and the results came. So I had a, the team and I said, do a one minute video on one product. Just be real quick. Say, Hey, Hey, I'm D I'm checking in. How's it going? Bye. You know? And the feedback that got was, Oh my gosh, so good to see you. Oh man, that was great. Tell me more about that. Or, you know, the, people are so enthused and so excited to see a face moving. So once you can get that over that little hump, like the sky's the limit for video, you know, and you can keep doing stuff like that, but you don't have to get all creative and wear wigs, but um, it's, it's such a valuable tool that I think if we can get over that first hump, that's the key step. Um, and then you put your plan in place where you go, I'm going to do this, this, this every time, be a little bit consistent with it. And it's a home run. 100% agree. And also I think as well, just to toss in there, it's like that personal touch, you know, it makes people feel important. And I think especially like, you know, sometimes you have purchase experience, you know, like we could all, you know, probably gone for like an hour about like negative purchase experiences we've had with companies or customer service that just like, you know, totally was like subpar. But I think those little things like that 60 seconds that you take to like, just say hello to a customer, you know, especially like at the beginning of the pandemic, um, there was a supplier that I was talking to and they're like, you know, we're shifting away from prospecting for business. 
She's like, and we're just reaching out individually, like all our account reps and marketing and sales people, like we stopped what we were doing for the first couple of weeks and we just reached out to all our accounts and we're like, you know, we're just checking in. We wanna know how you're doing, how we can support you. And she's like, sometimes we would have a five minute conversation with somebody. Sometimes it would be a 45 minute conversation cause they just needed to vent. And she's like, we got so much positive feedback from our customers about that cause it made them feel valued. So I, I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be a traumatic event happening for you to do that. It can just be like you said, you work that into your team's time where it's like, just send them, you know, like a video, you know, like update them on new products or services that we have and how powerful that was. And all it took was like, right, 60 seconds, you know, and you're somebody who's taken it to the next level, but it really doesn't have to be, you know, a full on professional production. It can literally be something like you said, that is simplistic and simple and just provides that personal touch to somebody, which I think is really important. So other kind of like maybe tips that you might have on getting over fear. So mm -hmm. you said, you know, necessarily, like, I think judgment is a part of it, you know, being judged by other people or professionals, getting over that, you know, not being um, so fixated on being perfect, but is there anything else that has worked for you that maybe our audience can steal for their next video? <laughs> I think people ask about, you know, gear and equipment and like, oh, yeah. I, I don't, do I need a new special camera? Do I need, no, the, the answer is we, we all have the, all the stuff we need in our phone really ultimately. Right. Um, so if someone who wants to do video, our cell phones nowadays are better, like are so high powered. And that's all I used for the first, that's all I used for all my videos actually, is just my phone. Really? Um, okay. I recently bought, I, bought myself a little Christmas present because I wanted to do some cool, fun stuff. And I'm starting to record some really great uh, unboxing videos for Batch where I have this studio and okay. I wanted a couple, I wanted a, I wanted a little bit of stuff. So that's just kind of next level stuff. But every single Mondays with Nick video that you'll see at the YouTube channel is all done with an iPhone 8. So that's uh, awesome. An iPhone 8. Wow. Okay. Any like special mic or uh, like any other sub elementary equipment or anything or just well so the key too is lighting and i'm not saying buy special lighting or buy but you got to be you got to have you got to be well lit you got to have the right sort of setup so i did buy a couple of bit of sort of like diffuse kind of lights but a lamp or even like a ring light like the right. inexpensive mm -hmm. ring light um in fact shameless plug org audio is about to have a uh it's called the mixtreme set it's a microphone it's a it's a tripod and it's a ring light all yeah. set up so that you can have your own little home studio. Um, that'll be available in April. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, if you just get a basic setup, I'm going to talk about a ring light um, and, and a camera, literally. And, and if you so people can see your face, that's, I'm telling you, that's, if you go on any social media channel, this is the social angle show, right? So it's like, you know, social media wise, there, there's stuff out there that isn't well produced, but is impactful. Um, yeah. But I think the key for us is going to be, can people hear you? Can they see you? And all you need is a, a decent cell phone for that. Um, I think, I think sound is important. So the next step beyond just your phone is get, and they're not that expensive. You can get an external microphone. Um, and by the way, this is going to show my inexperience because I don't know how to, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Lavalier or Lavalier mic? 
the little clip on my. You know what? You know? I'm I'm gonna say the second one. I'm gonna guess. I I'm not sure myself. So the the high guess. school French student in me wants to say Lavalier. But, um, <laughs> you need but, to <laughs> like that from now on. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Lavalier yeah. microphone. Um, <laughs> you know, um, no, it's uh, but like uh, uh, having a mic, having a sound source close to you, a mic close to you. I've used that. I started using that halfway through the videos because there was an echo in the space where I was filming. It was a big open space. So it, I, I added a mic that you can just plug directly into your phone. Um, but really, I, I hope people can um, can just kind of start and start doing that because even if it's not to the masses, even if they're not posting it on a YouTube channel or on social media, if it's just an email video to a friend or to a customer, just, hey, Rick, check this, check this new product out. It's called the Sober Stick. Uh, it measures your blood alcohol content to within 0.02% accuracy. Look, check it out. You're going to need this. Love you. Bye. Send that to him. Rick's, Rick's going to just love it. All right. Maybe he won't buy the silver stick, but maybe he's, but he's going to keep that, you know, like you were saying earlier, it's just going to solidify that relationship. So. Yeah. And keep that conversation going in an engaging, like genuine way and, you know, definitely authentic. So I wanted to ask you, because I think um, it always comes back to this conversation, no matter how evolved we are in social media marketing, no matter like what new feature comes out, what new platform, how people are delivering content, we're always going back to return on investment. So, you know, in our conversation so far, you've talked about staying present, you know, using your time effectively as a sales professional, you know, building a relationship with your customers that know, like, and trust and, you know, staying consistent with engaging them without you having to necessarily like hop on a call and, you know, uh, speak with them in a conference kind of situation. So it's a way where you get a lot of benefits so far, but are there any direct sales? Is there anything else that you're using to measure your video output like successfully? Like, what does that mean personally for you? Yeah, the ROI from social media and from these videos is like the most difficult thing to even attempt to measure. Um, I can count, you know, a good handful of actual sales orders that came directly from a response to an email. Like, so the specifically the videos I do aren't, aren't necessarily like, you know, I'll point people toward the product and port toward ideas. Yes. Um, but you know, our industry, the sales cycle is so long in the promo industry. So right. you often get these point of purchase kind of, you know, Hey, Oh, Oh, sold, you know? Um, so what I can say is that professionally and from a marketing standpoint, doing a weekly video every week, that is, you know, pretty good or, you know, entertaining at the, at the I least think it's awesome, man. has, has actually sort of in a very selfish way, like escalated my career a bit, you know, cause at, at AP specialties, I, I, you know, I was proud of my work. I think I did a good job, but um, as I started getting into social media and doing videos, I got a job offer from Imagine Brands who I actually worked for last year for a brief year at, during the pandemic. And then now hopped onto HPG Brands, but a big reason why I was recruited to both of these places is because of my sort of social media presence and a consistent presence, you know, as salespeople, stereotypical salesperson's a little bit, you know, all over the place. Um, not, not as much of a marketing mind necessarily, and, and more of a, you know, let's go, let's go hunt kind of, kind of personality. Yeah. Um, and so being consistent is usually not one of our strong points. Um, I, I, I struggled with that my whole life, having a consistent thing, right. You know, feeling like, um, 
uh, for better or for worse. So I realized that having that consistent piece kind of added a marketing element to, to my sales cycle. And, and for most of my customers, distributor customers out there and a lot of suppliers too, you know, being able to wear a lot of different hats in your role is tough. Only the larger suppliers really have like a marketing team, you know, a lot of smaller suppliers, it's, it's an owner who's also doing sales, who's also doing marketing. So it's really, really a tough, tough thing to juggle. Um, so I'm, I'm talking in tangents here a little bit, a little bit around the, the idea of ROI because, because um, there's certainly value there, but there hasn't been a whole lot of times where I've, I've put out a video and it's been like, I need 10,000 tumblers tomorrow because of that mm-hmm. video. It's more of the, oh my God, that was hilarious. And then we have a trail. And then two weeks later, they're like, oh, do you have this too? And it's, yeah, yeah, we have this. And then, then we get a sale, right? So it's that uh, promo industry sort of conundrum of you got to be there when it's needed, you know, it's, 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 it's a huge marketing task. Um, so I think being consistent though, um, the, the, the rewards will be reaped quickly. If every week you've got something out there, it doesn't have to be a hook, like a Mondays with Tony or whatever, yeah. uh, or, you know, coffee talk with Bill. It can be, um, it can just be a, a touch that is recognizable and consistent, you know, at whether it's time or, or just quality and value, you know, there's a, you know, there's a reason why we get coupons in the mail and we, you know, systematically and emails with specials and stuff. It's because just being top of mind is so important. So, yes. Oh my God. There's so much to unpack. Like, I mean, unpack <laughs> with that, but specifically though, for what you said is I think like the next evolution for sales, like the relationship for me, like as an outsider, right? Like I've not been in a straight sales position. I've always been in like Marcom. I've always been in social media. So this is kind of like an outsider perspective, but I think what you were talking about earlier, sales professionals struggle with seeing kind of like that immediate, not seeing that immediate return from producing or doing something similar to what you're doing. But I think it's like an evolution of sales tactics is like, this is just another way for you to stay like top of mind with your customers and prospect that's maybe, you know, different than what you've done in previous years, but it's still very effective because to me, like 60 seconds of a video where you're generating a, a conversation with somebody that's authentic about a product, like it may not get you a sale right now, but like you said, those two weeks later, they're going to be like, oh, wow. You know, I spoke to Nick like two weeks ago. He sent me this really fun video. I just want to check in with him and see about A, B, and C order, you know, potentially for a client. Like those types of things are so powerful. And I think we'll eventually get to a place where we're doing more measurement for that type of stuff versus like, I posted this video and somebody immediately asked, you know, to work with me, you know what I mean? Like, and also it sounds like it's made you more marketable as a professional, which I think is also good because I feel like, you know, some companies are still siloed, but you touched on a really great point is depending on where you're working, you're wearing multiple hats. So this is a really good skill set to pick up as a sales professional, you know, and if you're somebody who values social media marketing or understands its importance, it's like, these are just tactics to have in like your tool bag to utilize. And like you said, it doesn't necessarily have to be like an hour long video production. It can just be something consistent you put out that works for you, like the time and the resources that you have. So going back to consistency outside of Mondays with Nick, is there other content that you produce throughout the week? And do you have like a recommended um, maybe number of days or how often you should post? What do you think about that? 
So I got a couple of thoughts there. Um, yes. So I'm, I'm right now working on a couple projects uh, here. I've got a whole unboxing series that I'm doing. You know, unboxing is pretty popular in, in general and in, in YouTube and stuff. And our, our batch and bodega um, kits are just so amazing. But I, I don't know if people really, it's still a new, new company, new product. So I really want to get in depth with that and show people the experience of what you're really getting with this like next level kit. Okay. So that's one, I've got a couple uh, in the can, as they say, right, um, that are going to be released very soon. We're just putting some final touches on stuff. Mm. Um, and then the other one, I'll kind of, I, I'm, it's the one that's like, I kind of got goosebumps thinking about it, because like, it's going to be like, it makes me happy to think about what it could be. Yeah. So now I'm putting it out in the universe so that I can make it like manifest or whatever, right? Like, because <laughs> it's just been this idea. I have some, I have some stuff. I've got stuff, but it's just not really been, you know, I haven't forced it through the funnel yet. Um, it's called, it's called promo house and it's a reality show based like, like format where like I'm the characters that I built with Mondays with Nick and we've got products, but it's going to be like, you know, in that format of a reality show where, uh, I'm sitting, uh, you know, they're at this promo house is this guy, Ronnie Jenkins, who's an 80s hair metal rocker. And he invites all his friends over during the pandemic so they can get together and they've all been COVID tested and stuff. So they come over and, yeah. and you know, hijinks ensue, right? Um, his niece, Jamie, who's me, played by me, is, is kind of a brat. And then this guy, Lil Freeze, who's kind of like a nine, you know, Lil Freeze. He wrote <laughs> Lil <blanket>. Freeze. <laughs> Lil Freeze is going to come in and they're, they're going to, you know, and then it's going to cut to that sort of um, confessional thing. And it'll be like, you know, Lil Freeze will be like, yeah, yeah, I got to this house, man. It was crazy. But I'm glad I brought my two buds earbuds because they have eight hours of playtime. And they also like, so he's going to pitch the product in the confessional. Yes, I love back. So I have this sort of thing in my head and, I'm, and we got a, such a great team, marketing team here at HBG that are, is like on board, like we're trying to work together. But so that's like next. So to answer your first question, that's what I'm working on during the week. A lot of video meetings, a lot of video, like these virtual trade shows that we do at, um, at, at HPG. I want to sneak in a point that I thought about while we were talking earlier that I think is such a, an important piece, um, and that is length of video. And, 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 and the content is so important, yes, but my core, like what, what seeps out of my chest when I'm doing these videos as a, also a consumer is... And, and shoot, maybe this is my own ADHD, but if I look at a video and it pops up and it can be from someone I respect above anybody else in our industry or in life, if it says 26 minutes, like I'm not going to watch the whole video. I'll be honest. I'll, I'll, I might tune in and go, oh, what's this? I'm not watching the whole video. Um, I just won't. Podcasts are different. I think you listen and, and everyone listening here. Thank you for listening to <laughs> But, uh, but um, what I'm getting at is if you want to be impactful with this video, I'm a big fan of the weekly video, but to, to kind of get back into your question, I think a weekly or maybe bi-weekly, by the way, bi-weekly can both mean every two weeks or every two or two times a week. Did you know that? I know now. It means both. I like, because like, which one I Googled it and it says literally it means both, which makes no sense. That means there's no definition to it. All right. Anyway, I digress. Um, so I would say weekly or every two weeks, but make sure it's like, make sure you hit that, that mark because, okay. because over time, what you're going to see is people come to expect it at first. It's like, Oh, that's great. Um, don't look for immediate, immediate, like, uh, adulation or, or even, you know, just comments or anything after 
after two months of doing it, that's where you'll see it pick up. That's where you'll see people going, oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. You know, and you'll get more people tuning in. But the consistency is the key. Keep the videos to a few minutes, okay. you know, four or five minutes. Um, and that's, that's a general rule. There's obviously times when we need a 10 minute or 20 minute thing. Yeah. But if you're doing a if you're doing a campaign, especially with social media, I mean, we're talking about social here, right? And that includes LinkedIn and all this stuff. People don't have 30 minutes during their day or on their phone to to like watch you. They right. got two minutes, right? They got three minutes. Yeah. Um, I don't want to. I've been successful. Uh, I like Mondays for a lot of reasons that we could get into in other shows. Mondays is like my thing. It's my mantra. It's like I look forward to Mondays because I love my job. So that's why I created Mondays with Nick. It's like a Mondays a thing for me now. Um, what I would say is when you post it is important too. I get a lot of feedback that, man, when I get up Monday, I look for your stuff. Like, so in the morning, early morning, Monday, people are like, oh, okay. Like they were kind of looking forward to it because a lot of people don't like Mondays, Yeah, you know, <laughs> that, that's obvious. Like you got your Garfields of the world that are just like Mondays suck. They're not looking forward <laughs> to it. So, you know, maybe, maybe if it's, you know, maybe just pick your timing. If, if you're, if your content isn't lighthearted like mine if it's a little more fact-based choose the right time on a you know thursday morning thursday afternoon or something uh and but stick with that you know stick with that weekly or every other week kind of thing because monthly i think people forget about it in a month yep 100 percent. so like consistency time like we'll say like three to five minutes and then also just making sure like you stick with it. Cause I think that's another important thing that you said as well is like people expect to post that first video and have it blow up and then are really, really <laughs> when maybe like, you know, yeah. it takes them three, maybe even to six months. Like there was um, a creative director I was speaking to in another interview with, I first started and he's like, I just knew that I had to lean into social media. He's like, you know, and I'll be quite honest. He's like, it's always such a low priority with everything else that I have, but he's like, I made a commitment to do it. I've been doing it consistently on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. And he like manages multiple brands for like his agency for a year and a half. And he was like, I am finally just reaping the war rewards. And he's like, but they're great though. Now he's like, I get asked to, you know, show my credibility and thought leadership on topics that are related to my industry because people recognize me. And he's like, that has been a year and a half of work that I've put in. So like, think about that, you know? So like, you know, if it's something that you're really passionate about, you know, find a way to make it relevant for you. And I also like to as well, like, for you, it's like a part of your personal brand. Like you like Mondays, you like your job, you know, so you're creating content that's like relevant to that. And then also promotional products. So it's like really infused with who you are, which I think is cool too, as well, because, you know, a lot of people will pick up our competitors. And that I think is a great skill as a marketing or sales professional is being able to see what somebody else does well, and maybe, you know, critique that and see what things you can bring into your own like marketing or sales strategy. But people want to see you, you know, they don't want to <laughs> see the same crap that they've seen on other people's channels. So it's like, again, that personal touch like that, like, oh, I know Nick's going to do something fun. It's going to be personal. He's going to have like cool products. It's going to be fun. There's going to be like an 80s track suit. There's going to be like an awesome wig. Like, I can't wait to see what his video is going to be because it's like you're doing something that nobody else is doing, you know, and that sticks out with people. So out of all the videos that you've done, like <laughs> what's your most rewarding and maybe what's like one goof that you would want to share? 
I sometimes go back and watch them just to remember. Like, and I have an instant flashback to the 10 hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this I'll, is I'll go back <laughs> and I'll like, I'll be like, oh yeah, I remember sitting in my, I like, like, oh, like that was painful or whatever. And it, or why does it sound that way? Like I critique it a little bit. I try to forget about it, but um, I think that my, the, my favorite, like the best video was the last one I did it was called anything promo it was the one I mentioned about it's like an ensemble cast of people singing. And the reason I like it is because like, I don't know, it just made me feel like, oh, like it kind of put a bow on the year of work that I did. Yeah. For it, you know? And it felt rewarding to have this whole whole kind of thing. So um, there was one. <laughs> I did this one earlier in the year last year for a charging cable extension. And I don't know how the this came up, but oh, I know how it came up. So the product was a six foot long like extension extension cord for your charging cable, basically. And yeah. I had six, so I had all of them. And I was like, oh, this is like, I started doing this with, I was like, oh, that's like a clown pulling out, um, you know, scarves from their mouth or whatever. that's what it felt. I was like, oh, okay. So I got a clown costume and I did this whole. The <laughs> dedication kind of, is real. Like I just left, like. I mean, come on. Like, yeah. We, so happy. <laughs> had to do it. So, so the video I shot, I had this green screen that I borrowed from my friend, Kevin Conrad, shout out Kevin Conrad. Um, Kevin. And, uh, he, uh, uh, the, so I was a clown and this, and then I was a little boy who came up and said, well, you know, um, I can't even remember what the kid said, but it was a creepy boy. And I specifically made it look kind of creepy because clowns are creepy. Yes, yes. But I think I went a little too far because the clown's like, hello, little boy. And it was almost like, uh, like this isn't effective. <laughs> like this could be better. So that's the one where I look at it and I'm like, I kind of chuckle like at, at it a little bit, but I'm also like, probably not my best work, probably not the best work, <laughs> what I was trying to go for. But. No, that's awesome. And just like the fact, like, I like when you tell your stories, like it just shows how much thought you've put in. You're like, you know, and I rented this clown costume and then I borrowed this like green screen from a friend. And then I'm like putting this together. Like, that's just so cool. So out of all the videos, like, or I should say not all the videos, but like, if you had like your opportunity to record a Mondays with Nick or create video content with anybody. It could be like Beyonce, you know, like who would it be and why? Easy. Um, and I don't have easy answers usually cause I'm, 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 I'm kind of a, not a black and white. I'm, a, I'm a like, Oh, well, that person would be good. That, but the, for me and it's sort of, so as a kid, I love Weird Al Yankovic, right? Like everyone loves Weird Al. He, he was just like, so, you know, I had friends, we would write little spoof songs. That's probably where a lot of this comes from because we'd make up our own little songs on this Casio keyboard and it was just fun times. Yeah. Um, as I got older, and these are kind of my contemporaries, like age-wise, um, the Lonely Island. So, you yes. know, and, and Kiva Schaefer, yeah. They're doing stuff that like, and it's it's not in like a gel, I'm jealous, but like in the happiest way, because like their job, the stuff they did on Saturday Night Live is like what I wanted to do with my life. I, but I didn't realize that till late, you know, I didn't go for that at the time because I thought, eh, I'll just get a degree and coach, you know, basketball in high school or something. But now I'm selling promo. But those guys, if I could work with anyone because of like, I feel like everything they put out, I like have a personal like link to it just feels like yeah I did that that's that's exactly the kind of weird stuff I did as a kid or I would do I like I just totally get it and I, yeah. I think those guys are brilliant so um, I think I think Lonely Island would be the it's three people I guess but uh, that would be like who I'd ideally love to work with to make some kind of crazy Monday video oh my god I 
you're going to speak it into the universe. I, it'll happen. <laughs> it will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll start. Uh, I'll start. I'll send this podcast into their DM. And just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talked about you. Hey, let's do it. Yeah. And their stuff is so good. Like I have to say when uh, Andy Sandberg left SNL, I was so bummed because their shorts, like their shorts used to be legendary. I feel like in the nineties, like the uh, Chris Farley ones, like the ones with um, yeah. Lauren McDonald and stuff. And then there was that period in like, you know, late nineties, early twenties, where it was just, I mean, uh, 2000s, I should say, where it was just kind of like, eh. But yeah. when they came back, like the stuff they've done with Nicki Minaj, like Michael Bolton, it's just yes. like. That whole, like they have a whole album of all these songs with all these collaborations and every song is like, what like it sounds awesome that's like yeah. my whole inspiration when i write these goofy songs is like i want it to sound like an epic song but what am i what am i I'm talking about blankets like yeah what? like that, that's the whole idea like i want it to be like something that's recognizable but like i totally am like drawing inspiration from those guys yeah we'll keep it up i shared your video to our office and uh joan um one of our copy editors was like this is playing and repeat on my in my head right now <laughs> She's like, this is so catchy. Like, I can't stop singing this. I was like, I know it gets stuck. <laughs> it's all about the every song I did. I try most of them. I try to have like just repeat like what it is. Like, like blanket, blanket. Like, just keep saying the <laughs> word over again, and people will will kind of remember it. I think so. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, you're doing a great job. Thank you so much for joining me today. It was an absolute pleasure, Nick. I appreciate it. Thank you, Melissa. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. Well, take care, Nick. You too. Thanks. Bye.